guys, welcome to the Bad Blood Football Podcast. We're just going to be talking about some of these quarterback moves today. So we're going to be talking about any quarterback that's been traded as of uh, March 19th and also quarterbacks that were just signed out of free agency. So, you know, we're not going to talk about anything else. We'll just get right into it. So let's talk about this Brady move to the Bucks. Um, so, you know, Dan, you could start it off, talk about how good he is and, you know, what you think. Well, me personally, I'm not, I wasn't a Patriots fan. I never liked Brady at all. Um, I would say, that, I mean, it's a good signing for Tampa Bay. They've had a rough period with Jameis Winston, although he was one of the uh, top quarterbacks that threw the most uh, passing yards. I think he was within the top five, but his uh, consistency was all over the charts. Um, he's he the team suffered from all of his all of his interceptions. So I definitely think adding Brady and having Tom Brady, a Hall of Famer, come in and start and help that team out is a good addition to the team. Uh, they have solid weapons on offense in their receiving core, although I think that they lack in the uh, offensive line running back front. Um, not sure if Rob agrees with me, but what do you say, Rob? So, as much as I hate to say it and see, you know, Brady leave New England, um, it's probably good for him to get a fresh start, you know. He needs, I think he wants to prove himself. I think we've, we've touched on this in previous podcasts where he needs to prove himself and prove that he can do it without Belichick, and I think that's exactly what he's going for. He wants to, you know, in his last year or two of his career, he wants to, you know, start a new chapter. So this team is built a lot better than New England is, in my opinion, right now. Um, with the, the weapons that he's going to have in Tampa Bay being, you know, Godwin and Evans, they were both good uh, last year. Could have been better, but I think that has, a, uh, has to do with the quarterback situation. Um, Dan, kind of like what you alluded to earlier with the offensive line, I mean, they had problems there last year. And uh, if they use their draft picks wisely and the rest of the free agency wisely and pick up some offensive linemen, I mean, maybe that'll help them. They, they allowed 47 sacks last year, and that's kind of unacceptable, um, in my opinion, especially if you're bringing in a guy who's, you know, over 40 years old, he's had an ACL problem before, He's probably scared to get taken down. I mean, not scared, scared, but you know, he's he's old. So you know, you gotta you gotta prep for that. So if you don't have a good offensive line, he's not going to produce what you want. So I mean, I'm going to pose a question to you guys, right? So, so did Tampa Bay bring him in to be to lead them to a championship, or are they bring him in for the revenue dollars for the last couple of years of his uh, of his contract or for his, of his career? Because consistently, year after year, he's been the number one selling jersey. Uh, you know, he just, he's the greatest of all time, especially in my opinion. I mean, is that just going to drive revenue? Are they looking to, you know, lead, like allow him to lead them to a championship? Like, I don't really know at this point because I mean, unless they shore up the defensive line or the offensive line and that defense, it's going to be problems. So, so what are you guys thinking about that? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. So I think they, they definitely want to benefit off of him. You know, he's got great marketability he's just he's going to bring a ton of fans to a team that does not have a lot of fans that are active right now so i see him as a great option but on the same token on you know on the other side of the coin here i think he is also going to bring them to a playoff caliber team i don't think they're going to win the super bowl or anything but i think they this definitely makes them a playoff caliber team right away and something we haven't mentioned so far so this is main thing i'm thinking about so you know winston throwing a ton of interceptions but uh, and obviously Brady won't give you those, but um, like he won't nearly he won't nearly turn the ball over as much as Winston was. But and but in addition to that, he is a fantastic leader. So 
just think about like the change that would go through your mind. You're used to having this fairly young quarterback, new guy, not proven, and then you switch over to the goat. So like the whole team and the whole locker room is going to change to um, accommodate a player like this. And I, I really think we're going to see a totally different look from the Buccaneers. So I, I think they're going to change, you know, even players who you used to not think were that great. I think they're going to start looking a lot better. So yeah. I, what, what do you think about Rob's question there, Dan? Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's a hard question to answer because they're obviously probably hoping for both ends of the ball on that. Uh, I mean, Tom, like Rob said, he's, um, he wants to do. He wants to introduce himself in his career in another chapter. He is getting old, and it kind of questions me how well he's going to perform. I know they have sadly a, a little bit better weapons on Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Tom Brady will benefit from, but we all know he came off this past season with the worst season he's ever had, and I'm a little worrisome about that aspect. I definitely agree with Sean that uh, I don't think they're going to be winning any kind of championships i don't think they're gonna i could i could see them pushing to be close close second in their division but i don't really have much faith in tom brady and his performance in his game anymore he's getting kind of old um so that's where kind of rob's other side of the question where his revenue just promoting the team um obviously getting more fans in the uh, in the stands and i just i feel like their offense in a certain way, has also struggled like the Patriots have struggled. I don't honestly think from from my perspective that the Patriots have ever had like a well-rounded, they kind of just ran through running backs as well as the Eagles did. And the Buccaneers are also known for that. They just kind of run through running backs here and there, and no one really sticks in as they're all-out performers. So I don't know how their offense is going to run. I could definitely see that he's going to be obviously the captain of this team, and he'll run it really well, but um, that's my take on it. So, so something I want to bring up right now. So, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the NFC South. They are with the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. That is going to be, in my opinion, one of the most fun divisions to watch because you have arguably two of the greatest of all time and Drew Brees and Tom Brady, in addition to Matt Ryan, who, I mean, he's pre- he's a pretty good quarterback, and then you have this new quarterback coming in and Teddy Bridgewater, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later on the Panthers. I think this division is going to be very strong this year in the NFC. I think it's going to be maybe the dominant division more so than it has been in the past. Um, I just wanted to bring it up. I don't know if you guys have any comments on that, but like I think that, that the battle for first place this year is going to be very, very, very interesting in that division. That is interesting. Yeah, I hadn't actually considered that, but that is really interesting. Uh, I'm a little what I I want to just last thing that I want to mention here. I'm a little bit nervous about the you know he's not going to have a lot of pressure taken off of him from the run game. So they got Ronald Jones the second getting 26th in the league for yards last season, and he has more carries than any other running back they have right now. So that's pretty poor. Um, so I I would expect them to be a very pass focused team. Especially with, you know, I think Godwin, I rate him very highly. Um, and Mike Evans is pretty good as well. And, of course, you got the GOAT. But I think they're going to struggle in the rushing department. And it could be pretty difficult for an old quarterback. You know, he's being forced to throw the ball every play. Oh, he doesn't have another option. 100%. And that's why I think the Tampa Bay obviously are in dire need of a running back. And I think looking into this draft, uh, they're definitely going to try to pick one out. And I think hopefully they pick pick a smart one and he's phenomenal for them helps Brady out in the flat um 
and obviously runs the ball really well for that offense. Establish him in his run game, open up the field with Brady and all those weapons. They're going to be pretty dominant and scary on offense. So I'm looking forward to that. I definitely think they're going to pick a really good running back in this uh, draft. Well, they, but they definitely, I mean, in a closing statement here, I in the draft, that first round, you know, they're going to have to pick an O-line, and I think we all can agree on that. Oh, yeah. That O-line needs to be, that, that O-line needs to be sure enough. I mean, a running back is definitely important to take pressure off him, but he's a veteran QB. He is a field general. You know, he, he is going to be, he, he'll be fine without a running back. He, he's dealt with that in New England for the last six years. You know, I mean, and they've had, you know, and like Dan was saying, they've had, they've been recycling running backs. Every year, pretty much. They don't have a consistent one. They don't really have a good one. So this situation is really no different than New England except for a coach because now he is Bruce Arians instead of Bill Belichick. I mean, and we'll see if that's a difference, right? I think that'll be – that's the main talking point of this season for me. Um, It's one thing to watch. Yeah, pretty steep drop-off, I guess, there. But, yeah, so let's move on. This is, you know, my favorite. This is my guy, Nick Foles. He's going to the Bears. So I think it's a really good thing for both sides here because I think Nick Foles was just looking for a place where he's going to get to start it all. And I know, you know, they don't necessarily replace Trubisky, but I, I don't see any world where even if they compete, Foles doesn't end up as the starter. And I think Foles is going to be a huge upgrade for him and he better be because they paid him a pretty hefty contract. Um, they also just grabbed Jimmy Graham, who I, you know, he didn't have a great season last season, but I, I rate him pretty highly. I think he's going to help them out a good bit. And I think, you know, this team went uh, 500, like five, they're a 500 team. They went eight and eight last season. Um, I think this brings them to easily to a playoff level and probably a bit better. You know, I think they can do some damage in the playoffs just with uh, this addition alone. Now, they do have sort of a, a poor O-line and their running backs are pretty so-so. But I, I really rate Nick Foles highly, so I, I love this move. I'm, I'm really happy about this. What do you think, Rob? So, so here's my thing. So I think, in my opinion, that this is a rather questionable signing. Um, I know you don't like to hear that, and I'm a fan of Nick Foles. I just think that he needs, he needs to be the guy. Now, you're going to have, you know, Trubisky in the back of his head, you know, fighting for that QB position. Trubisky is not a good quarterback. But Nick Foles seems, in my opinion, to struggle everywhere he goes besides Philadelphia. It makes no sense. I don't really understand it, but I digress. So, I mean, he needs a, a head coach that is going to be creative. You know, we saw that in Philadelphia. You know, he needs he needs that creative energy, it seems as if, that to get him going. You know, can Matt Nagy really, you know, do that for him? I don't know. Um the other problem is, is that Philadelphia had arguably a pretty good receiving core, good running backs when he was there. Um, you know, they were a pretty solid team. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. So, you know, right now, their problem is, is that they have questionable weapons. You brought up Jimmy Graham already. I do agree to kind of give him a supporting cast of Jimmy Graham being this, you know, he's an older tight end, but as of right now, he's probably one of the best active tight ends in the league, um, at least from past performance. So... They also only have Allen Robinson, in my opinion, the only weapon on their team. Allen Robinson is a rather good wide receiver. Uh, if he's you know given the chance to catch the ball, he had over a thousand yards last season, seven touchdowns. Can't really argue with that performance. But if you only have one wide receiver, you need someone else because then you know you put they put the best corner on him. He's taken away. They need to target a wide receiver in the draft. They need someone that's more targetable. Uh, they really need to just sure up their running game, like Sean said. I mean, they're iffy running backs. Um, they just need, they need an all around better offense. And if they really paid 
Nick Foles that amount of money. They need to be able to support him in other departments because if you don't support him, he'll fall apart like he did on the Rams, the Jags, pretty much everywhere else besides Philadelphia. All right. Now, um, roll with me on this one, guys, because I definitely agree on some points that it is a questionable signing. Um, I am personally a fan of Nick Foles. I hope he does well. But out of the eight seasons that he has played, he has yet to uh, play a full 16 season, 16 game season. So that's a little iffy for me. So I definitely think he's coming into this team, and I don't think they're gonna him and Trubisky are gonna be fighting over the starting role. I think they obviously brought Nick Foles in the uh, with the hope that he's definitely gonna start. I definitely think he's gonna start. I also think that they are hoping, like Rob says, performs the way he performed with Philadelphia, especially when they won the Super Bowl with him once he took over the starting position over Carson. I don't know. He's been on, uh, like uh, Rob said as well, he's been on teams where he doesn't really have many weapons as, as well. So coming into this team, they don't really have many weapons. I know uh, we touched base on Allen Robinson, but from my my point of, uh, point of view is that uh, Jimmy Graham, he's, he's getting old and he hasn't been a top tight end in a while. I think he, since leaving the Saints, has not produced at all. I don't know why he hasn't because he's been on two other teams where they have top 10 quarterbacks. He's still just not racking up the the stats on his end. And I don't know if that's just a, the offensive style that those teams are running where they just didn't give him the chance. But I don't really have any faith in Jimmy Graham. They only signed him for a one-year contract. So obviously they don't have much faith in him either. And uh, I also think like it'll help him out on the, other, on the backside when they have uh, Tariq Cohen. I think he's a solid running back. I like that guy a lot, and I think he'll perform well for them, so it'll help uh, Nick Foles out. Um, I don't think they're going to be overall a lot better than they were this past season or two. I think they'll probably just stay in the same pocket, so that is my prediction on how I see this overall season coming up going, even with the addition of Nick Foles, and that is my point on that. I was going to say, I, I honestly don't even think that they're going to go, probably, if they go above 9-7, and seven, I will be floored. It is like, I Foles, he's got potential, but I just don't know that this team will allow him to exercise his full potential. Hmm. I mean, I know, Sean, you're going to disagree with me here. Yeah, but, if they go below 9-7, and seven, I'll be shocked. Like, Well, you got, Sean, I just you also don't have know. to think about this. They're also a very tough division as well. They were a 500 team last season, though. I mean, I guess, but it, so they the, need to the, win the one division. game to go nine and seven, you know. So that, you know, I, I think that's pretty doable. Way better quarterback. I just don't think because the consistency is not there. There's not enough to prove to me that he can perform because he hasn't ever completed a full sixteen week uh, season. He's always been injured. Yep, that's true. I just, I just think, think he's a top I, ten quarterback in terms of skill in the league right now. I think that's I think just the excellent. false hope that a lot of people, especially the Bears have right now i think it's a good pickup a solid pickup but i don't know if it's overall the best choice well i i think the bears are really just like i think they're trying anything to be a winning team again i mean because like because they drafted trubisky in the first round a couple years ago and he shit the bed i mean he's not a good and they've had their chances they definitely had their chances last season i just think that this will be a an asterisk next to nick Foles' career i i agree with you sean that he is very highly skilled quarterback and not many people see it besides the people that actually pay attention to him um but i just think that if he can turn the bears around he will be he'll be a household name 
I just don't know that he can do it. All right. You know, I think we've said enough on it. We, everybody knows where we stand. I'm not going to argue forever about it. But, yeah, I think it's a good move. So let's move on to, uh, you know, a pretty washed up player here in uh, Rivers. Come on. Moving to the Colts. So, <laughs> that was a know. really good pun, by the way. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, Dan, you can uh, start us off because it sounds like you disagree with that. Uh, go ahead. I mean... All right, so I can't really say much, like, because I already stated that I don't. I think Tom Tom Brady's on the decline. Um, Philip Rivers is going into his seventeenth season. He's played every season uh, since the first. He's he started the first two seasons only playing two games. That's probably uh, because he wasn't starting. And since he was starting, he's played every single game every single season since on. So he's uh, not injury prone. I I think he's a solid QB that has been on not fully stacked teams. And I'm really hoping that the Colts pull it around for him. I mean, I I honestly, a lot of people honestly don't like Phillip Rivers, but I think he's a decent QB. Um, his stats aren't always the best uh, from year to year. It's kind of inconsistent. I mean, this past year he didn't put up like much of anything. 23 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. His rating was 88.5. So that's not really a start starting quality uh, or performance that you want out of your starter. Is what I meant. Uh, but I think he has decent targets and weapons with him, and I hope he comes into the Colts and he's because he's sick and tired of losing. He's let's flat out say it. He is sick and tired of losing. He wants to perform well. Also, like Tom Brady's in this, another chapter of his career, and I'm looking forward to the season coming up with Philip Rivers. I hope he does well. Yeah, I mean, I in my opinion, I think this was a a great place for him to land. Me too. You know, the Colts are the the Colts are coming off of this untimely retirement out of out of Andrew Luck. I mean, granted, he was hurting. I understand it. Um, but no Colts fans like um, expected it. So bringing in a veteran guy in like Phillip Rivers, who, like Dan just said, he's a competitor, man. He is he is probably one of the most fiery quarterbacks I've I've seen. I mean, I've, I've listened to almost every single one of his mic'd ups for the NFL Network does. He's a really funny guy, good leader. You know, he's, he's who you want to lead this team. The Colts are like almost always right on the edge of playoffs, yes. you know what I mean. So it's like they're just trying to 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 fit that puzzle piece in where it needs to be. So the only concern here is that his weapons aren't too up to par with where he needs to be. You know, he has T.Y. Hilton, which obviously he's produced in the past with Andrew Luck. He's a good wide receiver. Last season, all receivers on this team were under 700 yards and six touchdowns. Which maybe that was a product of you know the quarterback, which it probably was. But it still goes there. It's still yet to be seen whether or not these receivers can pick up the slack where they need to and allow Rivers to be a winning quarterback. You know, this offseason, they need to pick up more targets. I mean, they spent good money on Rivers. I, agree. I understand that. But they need receivers. They need tight ends. Yes. They need running backs. 100%. So, like, they need to shore up that offense for him, and then if they can do that for him, then Rivers can perform well, and then yeah, they, so, they, and then they might go somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, so I think this is actually a good move. I do think Rivers is washed up, and I don't think he's a great quarterback. And I think he, but I think he had a good career. He's a solid, and he's still solid. He's a good player right now. No, by no means elite, but he is solid. So you know, all I would say is that we're really we're talking about comparing him to really really bad competition in Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> like yeah. that, that's a pretty easy person to follow. So I'm not saying that um, Phil Rivers is some world beater, but I think he's going to take this team to a different level. Um, they should be quite a bit better 
than they were last season, only because now they have a real quarterback, and last season they were basically operating with a, a pretty poor no. level of play. I don't agree with that either. I think so you think Brissett is good. I think Brissett did a great job coming into this when Andrew Luck out of nowhere retired. He actually led the team pretty well. They were in the hunt coming into playoff time. I don't think he was at, by any means shit at his job. I think he performed well to the best of his ability, and he did decently well for me. I thought he was pretty good. Well, he he definitely did to the best of his ability, but he's just a backup quarterback. It's just his ability isn't that high. I'm not saying that he like a, it's not like a dig at him. I'm just saying that like we're we're comparing someone who had a really great career like Phil Rev- Rivers and a backup quarterback, and that's who Brissett is in my view. Like I think he belongs on the bench. He's a backup. Um, that was a cold yeah. ass statement there, Sean. That was oh, shit. He belongs on the bench, man. This guy's in the NFL, and you're saying this boy belongs on the bench. That's that's a messed up. So, stuff. Some people are winners, and some people aren't. <laughs> I mean, however, I do agree with you. He is a second string quarterback. I think when he got drafted, he knew that. Um, but you know, I, I I tend to agree with you, Sean. He's an easy guy to follow up, and I do agree with Dan a little bit here. Is that he was a good leader. So who knows? Maybe they'll be fighting for a starting position. We don't really know. Um, you know, with this this Colts team that needs somebody to step up. So we'll see what happens. I'm 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 interested. I'm definitely I'm looking forward to see what the Colts end up doing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more thing because I definitely 100% agree with Rob on the point that he needs more targets. And that's like the Colts' biggest problem right now. They need more targets. They need receivers and tight ends, like Robert said. They're also one of their biggest needs is D linemen and. On the other side of that, I think we all can agree that the Colts are usually a pretty solid O-line, so I don't see them looking into the draft this hard on O-linemen. I can definitely see them going after a top receiver, uh, do get a late tight end, and definitely a Dean Lyman. Yeah, yeah no, sure. I'm, I'm definitely with you. Yeah, and they're going to need to draft high, especially. I think they should use that first-round pick on a receiver, especially bringing in a guy who's who I would say he's polished. I mean, he might be a little washed up. But um, his game is a is a pretty pretty polished game in my opinion. Uh, if he has the right people to throw to, and he has, they have the seventh best rushing attack in the league. Yeah. So they're not going to rely on him to throw every ball. You you know that's the perfect situation for an old guy like this. He's he's a good player. He knows what he's supposed to be doing, and he knows his skill set. So you have running backs who could take some of the pressure off of him. I, this is really a really good situation for a player that is definitely not as good as he once was. But, you know, I'm still happy about the move. So where do you guys think the expectations are for them? Like, do you think this is a Super Bowl contender team, or do you think this is just a solid playoff team? What, what do you What do you think? I, I'm thinking a solid playoff team. I, I'm thinking that, that they go 10-6. and six. I think that they'll be competing in that division well. And... um and I mean they're they're in it with the Texans, so I mean obviously they were a uh, playoff team last year, um, but I think that they're gonna I think they have a chance I think they have a chance to go deep in the playoffs if not to the Super Bowl I don't really know that they're going to go to the Super Bowl but I think they have a chance I definitely I would agree I think they're definitely going to the playoffs I could see them getting into the uh, wild card spot on their side um, I think they have a really good chance on this with uh, the pickup of Philip Rivers I'm confident. I know he's a little bit older than a lot of other guys out there, the young guys that are switching the game up, as we all know, comparing to other young QBs that are more like a running back nowadays. But this uh, old head, Phil Rivers, staying in the pocket passer is still a solid QB in my eyes, and I think they're going to do well and make a, a playoff uh, appearance. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and what I think is really interesting, this is kind of a side topic here, but I mean, it's about to turn into a young man's game. 
all of the old guys are about to retire. You have Brady, Breeze, Rivers. All those guys are going to be the traditional pocket passers are going to be leaving. And I think that that, that transition is going to be interesting, yeah. in my opinion. Agreed. But, yeah, so I, I also expect them to be a solid playoff team. You know, like, uh, for, forgive me for the second pun here, but uh, I think the Colts are going to be a solid dark horse for the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, they could potentially come in and steal it, you know, or, you know, at least get there. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see it. So, you know, it's really good for them. Uh, it's good that they made a move like this. It's always good to see more solid teams come into the league. So, uh, you know, like more top-level teams. Like, And I think we're going to see better competition based on some of these moves because a lot of them have been good so far. So let's um, move on to the next uh, player. So we got Bridgewater going to the Panthers. Um, and this is like a really weird one because – He's replacing a quarterback that most people would see as pretty solid in Cam Newton. So I'm wondering what you think about that, Rob. Could you just take that for us? Teddy Bridgewater has been a backup quarterback for the last couple of years. So you're bringing him in to ultimately replace Cam Newton. You're They're essentially forcing him out to either seek a trade or they're going to release him. He's been hurt a lot. He's been hurt most of the last season. It's just a weird scenario. Why are you bringing in Teddy Bridgewater? Like I said, he was a backup quarterback on the Saints. Why are you doing this? This doesn't make any sense. He's an unproven entity, and he's been in the NFL for a couple of years now. And and he's had his time that he's able to. You know, he was on the Vikings for a little bit. He didn't, you know, do too terribly well or too terribly bad. But they traded him, they got rid of him, he's been moving around, moving around, moving around. Here, he may thrive, you know, they have DJ Moore, Christian McCafferty. You have a team that is able to, you know, be around him, support him. But, it's just, is it worth giving him this amount of money to replace a a proven guy? He was an MVP in Cam Newton, led into multiple uh, playoff games. It's just, I don't know what they're thinking. A fresh start, I don't really know. I mean, Dan. I'm. Can, can you can you wrestle with this? Like, why do you think? Yeah. Well, why are they bringing in Bridgewater? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, uh, from my opinion, I think they're definitely bringing Bridgewater in because because they have seen what he can do to, to step up for a team. Like they saw when in New Orleans, um, Breeze broke his thumb and he had to come in. He started five games. I think he won four to five, if not five out of five. Um, I'm sure someone could correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that's their high hopes because his performance was fantastic coming in when Breeze got hurt. Uh, I definitely don't think he's fully prepared to be an all-around starter. He hasn't been a starter since he was on the Vikings in 2014 and 15, where he did uh, pretty phenomenal as a starter over there. But then he got injured after the first week, and then his career kind of plummeted. Then he got traded to the Saints, and he was a backup for Breeze. Um I think he'll perform well. He definitely has weapons if no one has mentioned it yet. I mean, I'm I'm a f- big fan of DJ Moore. He's going into his second year as a receiver for them. He was their top receiver last year. And they definitely have one of the best running backs, Christian McCaffrey. So their offense was going to be running really well. I think Teddy Br- Bridgewater did really well, like I said, coming into the starting position. I, I hope he does well. I'm not entirely sure, but I definitely think – like uh, Sean said, they're getting, they're trying to push Cam Newton out of here. He's been injured multiple times. He's kind of iffy nowadays. He was a star a few years ago, but not so much anymore. So I think they're trying to get rid of him, see it out of trade, maybe give Bridgewater more weapons on offense with the uh, cap money that they get from trading. And that's just my personal take on that. So something else is interesting here, right? They're bringing in a rookie head coach. 
they got rid of Ron Rivera and they just brought in Matt Rule. He's never coached in the NFL before. He's bringing a whole new play style. He's coming from you know he's coming from Temple and Baylor. I just this whole Panthers organization is is you know turning around and changing. So I'm I'm wondering if maybe that's the that's the push factor coming into why they're trying to get Cam Newton out and bring Teddy in. Maybe he fits the system better. <clears throat> I like it. So like I I think that we've seen this experiment run out. So Cam Newton was playing for. Carolina since 2011 right and you know we've seen what they're capable of we've seen what they're not capable of and I think the experiment has been run if they won a Super Bowl from here if they you know in an alternate timeline they kept Cam Newton for the rest of his career I don't think they win a Super Bowl and I think what they're saying is we already know what happens with Cam Newton so we're going to move on because we just want to get a fresh start so I don't think it's necessarily about saying this is a strict upgrade they're just saying, let's try this out. This is something different. And we, we already know the other thing doesn't work. You know, I would say the Panthers have many, many times looked way better than they ended up performing. So like you would think the team is a super top contender going in and then they end up not really being one. So I actually like this move just because I don't see that. I don't think they were going to win with Cam Newton. Now, with that said, I do think Cam Newton is better than uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, you know, his most recent season compared to Teddy Bridgewater you know, which Cam Newton, you could look at his 2018. He had solid stats and he played pretty well, but um, I think it just wasn't working for them. And I'm sure there's some locker room issues as well. Like I, I guarantee you there's some behind the scenes stuff going on here. They clearly didn't see Cam Newton as their future. And so I really, I like this move. So, so okay, fine. We're going off of the whole Cam Newton talk. Where is he going? You know, in my opinion, uh, being a New England fan, I think that New England might might, might go get him. I, to be honest with you, either him or either New England, the Chargers, or the Broncos. I think he's going somewhere, somewhere like that. Who's in need of a quarterback? He's gonna let. They're probably gonna let him rest up. You know, completely mend his injury. But I think that that those will be good landing places for him. I mean, since they're forcing him out essentially like that, I think that's that's ultimately what's going on. So where do you guys think that he's going? I think personally, he's probably gonna end up at the Chargers. I think uh, that team um, kind of fits the mold a little bit better. They have a lot of quick and fast weapons. They just re-signed uh, Austin Eckler, who was not really recognized as a starting running back because he was behind Melvin Gordon, but the whole um, um, shutout that he was doing to get a better pay made Eckler be the starter, and he was performing very well for me. I think he is a good running back. Um, so I think, and there's a fast paced offense, I, I feel like, and obviously with Breeze leaving this offense be, can become a lot faster pace. I think they could perform really well with him. Um, Sh- Sean, let's, let's see what you decide. And I have to, uh, a couple more things I would like to say on the Panther side with, uh, Teddy. All right. Yeah. I actually just agree with everything you said. I was going to say the same thing. So you can just keep going. Cause I, I totally agree that that's where he's going to end up. I don't think he wants to go to the Patriots. I, you know, who would want to go to the Patriots at this point? Like, it's just not, it is not a good team to play for in the current time. Like if you look at how bad of a situation it was for Brady, think about how much worse it's going to be for a worse quarterback that doesn't have a ton of experience in that system and who the whole locker room isn't rallied behind. So I really, I think the Patriots, you know, they're still a good team because they have a good defense, but that offense is not a fun place to be right now. And I, you know, if I was him, I would avoid them like the freaking plague, like the coronavirus. Like, (laughs) 
he should be doing some social distancing from Bill Belichick I, right now. I completely <laughs> agree with that, too. I agree with that statement. All right, so I would like to touch base back on the Panthers um, and the addition of Teddy Bridgewater. I, Me, personally, I see this move as being a challenge with Cam Newton getting out. I see this being a challenge between him and Kyle Allen because when Kyle Allen was starting over Cam Newton, when Cam Newton was injured, Kyle Allen did a pretty solid job. I think they started the first five games, four to five, five out of five, and he did a solid job, I think. And they just gave him a, um, an exclusive right free agent signed for another year extension on his contract. I think they're going to want to see the, them compete. And like Sean said, they want to try something new. So they're going to compete with these two QBs. I'd also like to say that I think overall the Panthers would definitely benefit if going into the draft or on the free agency, they pick up a couple more linemen. But I could definitely see helping them out, not only on the offense, but helping them out on defense. I think they need a stronger uh, DBs to cover the deep ball more, and as well as their D linemen are a little bit slacking, and they just traded away two of their D linemen, so that would help them a lot. And I think overall this Panthers team would be a sound team. I see them performing a, uh, decently better, if not a lot better, than they have this past year. Yeah, so let's move on to you know the worst team probably um, of this discussion. So we got Case Keenum, and he's moving to the Browns. Um now, you know, I'll save my take for later, but what, what do you think about this move, Rob? I do not know why they did this. So are they, what are they trying to do here? Are they trying to kick Baker Mayfield uh, in the ass and try to get him moving? You know, they have a phenomenal surrounding cast with, with Landry, Beckham Jr., Austin Hooper. I just, I, what are they trying to do? I mean, they, they just got, they, they just fired Freddie Kitchens, thank God. They just brought in a new guy. Like what? Like I, these last two people are just like I, I'm not really sure what they're doing. I mean, is he going to be the starter? Is he a backup right now on the depth chart and the Browns depth chart? He is. He is considered Baker Mayfield's backup now. I guess they're going to decide that in, in the preseason. I just know that Case Keenum has been bouncing around team to team uh, as a starter, but he had no real success anywhere. They just kind of gotten rid of him. So. Is this team with this plethora of, of weapons, you know, going to be the difference here? Jarvis Landry and Beckham Jr. both had over a thousand yards last season. I, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Uh, both uh, combined for ten touchdowns. Like um, they're bringing in Austin Hooper coming from the Falcons. You know, he had six touchdowns and over seven hundred yards as a tight end. They have weapons. So is he the, the 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 missing link between the Browns' good season and bad season? I don't really know. Yes. Uh, Oh, you think he is? Okay, well, I don't understand that one bit because Case Keenum, I, I, whatever. I mean, I I just don't think he's going to be the guy for that. Uh, so, Dan, why don't you go next? I think I, th- I th- definitely think this is also a questionable pickup, um, but I would like to say the same, almost the same statement that I said for Nick Foles, and that is that this team is looking at his performance that he performed with the Minnesota Vikings in that playoff run that they had. And that surprising finish where they beat over the Saints in advance. Uh, he did another, like, like I, um, like I'm saying, he did another phenomenal job jumping into the starting role. He performed very well, and that's what this team is kind of honing in on. And I just don't know. You can't just hone in on one one season or one instance. It's kind of like an overall review of the player itself and his so far career and his performance. Um, he's not. He's not the best, obviously. That's why he's been jumping around. But he definitely has some talent there, and that's why he's not jumping around as a backup. Like Rob said, he's a, he's been starting. So it's questionable. They do obviously have the weapons, 
But they already had the weapons last year with Baker and Mayfield, and they still underperformed. Everyone was hyping them up. I thought, me personally, I'm a Steelers fan, and I really was worried that they were going to come in second or even take the division. Um, if, if they came in second, it would be behind the Ravens because the Steelers usually find a tough time fucking doing their job. But I I definitely see this another instance where they brought him in. They want him to compete against Baker Mayfield. I have no clue who they prefer, or they're probably going to decide this in the preseasons as well. Um, I'm not too... I'm not too positive for this team that they should have picked Case Keenum, but we'll see how that turns out this upcoming season, and that's my take on this pickup. So I think this is a good pickup, and I think, you know, Case Keenum, he's not great, but he's about 10 times better than Baker Shipfield over there. Um, they would have been about as good off to uh, just take a random person from the stands and have them play quarterback last season. This guy's terrible. 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions mediocre completion percentage 59.4 percent he's just not any good so i i really think they're putting case keenum as the backup for baker mayfield only so that he has to compete like it's to make him rise to the occasion it's not because they have any illusions of baker mayfield starting starting next season in my opinion like they're they're gonna get rid of baker mayfield the second case keenum steps up to that competition and it's not much competition but you know i guess it's something like you're telling him he's the backup for now but secretly he's actually going to be the starter no matter what so you know i think it's fine to do that but definitely by next season case keenum is going to be the starter um if you do that poorly and you have Odell Beckham Jr. as one of your wide receivers, then you're just terrible. So I really think Case Keenum is going to do way better with this team. They're, they were terrible last season. They were 5-11. and 11, No, 6-10, and 10, sorry. They were 6-10. and 10. Um, I could see that going up easily two wins for them being a 500 team, um, if not better, because I really think that Baker was one of the big problems with that team. So. Um, I'm happy about this move. I don't think it's questionable at all. I, I really, I think this is a solid move. You, uh, I'm going to make a quick statement real quick because we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I, my stance on this is the pickup of him and his performance so far that he's proven and his career in the NFL. Also, what is questionable is why would they, I don't understand why they would give him a three-year contract. Like that, that's a pretty decent commitment to someone who isn't really proven anything. I would expect him to come in there with a one or two year contract. I think three year contract is over the top. That's that's also part of my stance on why I thought this pickup was a little bit questionable. That's fair. I think they should have given him two years at most. I think three is a little bit excessive because especially if you don't think you're going to move on with him. Like, in my opinion, they have to stick with him now. You can't just say like, oh, you know, soon he's going to be a backup. We're going to get somebody else because then you paid a lot of money and you committed to three years with somebody who's not even going to start. But I think he can be a starter for this team and his weapons are good enough that really he doesn't have to be great. Like you can look at plenty of teams that are at the top right now. You know, the Titans are really good. 49ers are really good. They don't have great quarterbacks. So like you can be a top team right now without a great quarterback. And I think Case Keenum can be exactly the role player they need. Whereas Baker Mayfield could not, you know, Odell Beckham will catch anything you throw in his general vicinity. And apparently Baker couldn't even do that. So I really think they just need a serviceable guy, which is what they have here in Case Keenum. All right, so now we're going to move on to the last quarterback here. We're going to talk about Mariota headed to the Raiders. So, Rob, why don't you start us off? This is 
another interesting one. There was a lot of this free agency in general has just been absolutely bonkers. I, I, there has been so many moves this this entire the last couple of days. It's crazy. I don't understand what John Gruden is trying to get here, America. He got replaced by Ryan Tannehill, who, oddly enough, just got. <clears throat> A four-year contract for over a hundred million dollars. That's insane to me. Uh, I mean, everybody knows my stance on him by now. I mean, I, I do not think he's worth that. But uh, you know, I, is Mariota going to start over Derek Carr? Derek Carr had a career season last year. I mean, I know him and Gruden don't see eye to eye, but I mean, do you just support Derek Carr? Do they want to trade him? What is this? What is this thing they're trying to do with Mariota? I mean, Mariota seems to be a quarterback that's good for the Wildcat. I mean, he could start. I mean, maybe they're just trying to switch it up. I don't know. Light, and light a fire under Derek Carr. I don't really know. Um, all I know is is that the Raiders need a standout wide receiver to really make a playoff run here. I mean, their leading receiver is Dar- uh, Darren Waller. Uh, he had over 1,000 yards and only three touchdowns at tight end. And their next uh, their receiver with the most amount of yards was Tyrell Williams. I just don't know that they have the firepower to to make a run here. I mean, I I don't really. I mean, what, what do you guys think? I mean, do you think Derek Carr deserves to start? Do you think Mariota needs to come in take over? You know, John Gruden's offense is is notorious for being this very convoluted and just complex offense. I just I'm I'm just I'm lost for words. I I don't I don't really know what the deal is here with with all these teams doing these picks, especially the Raiders here. I mean, whatever. I'm I'm. And what are you guys thinking? Um, I definitely, I don't know, because uh, I kind of leaning towards more so Derek Carr. I mean, it's a decent pickup. If anything, you're getting uh, either of these guys to be a very solid backup. Um, I just think Derek Carr hasn't, like, he's still done a decent job. He did 21 uh, touchdowns for eight interceptions, over 4,000 yards, and his rating was over 100. I think that's a an all-around all sound performance for a starting QB. Um, like you said, they don't really have many weapons at all especially once they got rid of Amari Cooper in the past um, and they kind of shit the bed on that one. And I, I just don't, even with this pickup of Mariota or with Derek Carr being the starter or Mariota being a starter, this team just needs, like Rob said, a lot of help, a lot of work. I don't see this being uh, a trade that will benefit them in a way. I think they need a lot of help in other departments as well to make them and even a playoff team. So like my, my opinion of this trade was uh, good for Mariota. If he gets the chance to start over Derek Carr, great. Um, especially since they, like Rob said, gave that huge contract to Ryan Tannehill, but on other, otherwise this trade was kind of irrelevant to me because I just don't think that th- uh, this will overall really benefit them. Like other trades with these other QBs that we've talked about where they could push these teams into being a playoff team. And I just don't see that happening for the Raiders. Yeah, it's weird because, you know, John Gruden has been in, in rebuild mode his entire time he's been here. He's got he got a ten year contract. He's been in rebuild mode for at least four years. How how do you explain that? Like this is John Gruden needs to be out of, of Las Vegas at this point as they're moving to Las Vegas. I, I, I don't know that Gruden is making sound decisions for the Raiders at this point in time. He's like a 500 coach, a, a bit overrated. I don't even think he's that good anymore. I, I, I'm convinced. I, I think that he's just hasn't done anything with the Raiders. And you'd expect, you know, say you take a really good coach, you take Belichick, you put him on that Raiders team a couple years ago, this team would be a great team by now. They have all the weapons in the world, you know, or not weapons like in the wide receiver position, but like, you know, they have tools, like they, they have tools to work with. They had Khalil and, Mack. 
Like, yeah, like, like, like you gave up the best linebacker. Like, I, like, what? I don't understand that mentality. But continue. I apologize. Yeah. So I think here, just I want to start off by talking about how sad this is for the Raiders. So just think about it this way. So they they wanted Brady. They made it clear that they wanted him, and there were rumors, you know, basically confirmed that they were offering him money and they were going to make him an offer. So we don't know what happened, but we can assume that they made him an offer. Now, instead of Brady, they end up with Ryan Tannehill, mediocre quarterback, his backup, who once they replaced Mariota with Ryan Tannehill as a starter, the team got 10 times better. So you're talking about someone way worse than Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback, and that's who you grab. So Instead of Brady, the GOAT. So it's just a really crazy turn of events. Super sad for them. And, um, you know, I, I think Derek Carr, there's no world where he doesn't end up starting. Um, and if there is, then Gruden does know what he's doing because Derek Carr is way better than Mariota. And so I'm hoping, you know, we haven't seen the numbers yet on this contract. So I'm hoping that it's a small contract and that they're planning to have Mariota as a backup just to motivate Derek Carr and to get a solid backup because in my opinion, and as Rob said, you could put him in in some plays. You know, he he's he has some utility outside of being a starting quarterback. So that then he's a fine signing. If they haven't given him a huge deal, then I'm fine with it. But if they're expecting him to ever replace Derek Carr, then I think they're just crazy. Like Derek Carr is just way better. So um, I don't really think they're going to improve at all from last season. They went seven and nine, and they're going to go seven and nine again next season. That's my prediction. Um, they could use some better weapons. They don't need better weapons, but I think they they could definitely use wide receiver. It's pretty bad to have a tight end, have your most receiving yards. Um, there are plenty of wide receivers in the league that could give you that kind of production, whereas their best wide receiver is pushing like 600 yards, you know, instead of 11 from a tight end. So um, improve at the tight at the wide receiver position, um, and you should improve at the O line, but. It doesn't have anything to do with Mariota because I don't think he's going to have any impact on this team other than sitting behind Derek Carr and maybe motivating him some. Well, that's why they picked up good old Antonio Brown, and look at that dude. He's fucked up so many opportunities for himself, it's ridiculous. So that's that was their that was their move. Like you said, they needed a star receiver, and that's who they wanted. That's who they picked up from the Steelers, and he fucked them. <laughs> so essentially yeah so i definitely they definitely either need to get all free agency and get a receiver or go on the draft and get one of the top receivers coming in but uh yeah i told i 100 agree with you sean it's ridiculous so rob you got anything else to add here no i mean just just kind of going back to this this the fact that the free agency this year has just been wild i mean i know right now uh this is just kind of a closing statement here we're, we're planning on doing at least two more episodes uh based on offensive players moving around defensive players moving around it's gonna be there's the the timing is just every day is just constant players moving and moving and moving and it's just it's gonna be crazy so i'm i'm really excited for next season me too. I, I think they, um, the league is looking stronger because of these trades. And uh, a lot of the team, it's not as if like a lot of teams got way weaker that were already good. So I think we could see a really competitive like top half of the league here because you got a lot of people. You know, we just said every team here except for the Raiders, I think we all said that they were playoff contenders. So just think about that. You have six playoff contenders here in addition to the ones that were already in the playoffs last season. You know what I mean? So you have way more teams contending for those slots. 
Um, I think we could see some really interesting play next season, hopefully even better than this season. Well, they even added a spot to the playoffs. Now there are seven playoff teams, and they're playing a 17-game season. So, I mean, there could, you know, maybe maybe the Raiders could slip in there, but, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I, I, I don't think so, but, you know, I think all the other teams have a real good shot at making the playoffs, though. So, yeah, let's, um you know, we'll, we'll probably release another episode one week from today. Um, so, you know, next week you could look out and – what do you guys want to do with that? You want to do defense or offense? We'll do, do some offense. offense. So we'll do offensive players besides quarterbacks, and if there are any other quarterbacks, we'll just uh, throw them in that episode because I'm sure there will be some more uh, trades going on in the coming weeks. So, yeah, leave us a like on YouTube. Uh, subscribe if you like the content that we're making here, and um, check out our Twitter and Instagram. You'll see that in the YouTube description, or if you're listening to us on a podcast player, just go to the description of that. You'll find it there as well. So thanks a lot, guys.